I want to ask you about the day after. So uh, as far as I understand, uh, your right eye will eventually deteriorate and, and, and you will be fully blind. So what are you doing in order to prepare yourself for the day after? Take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is Season 6, Chapter 5. This chapter is going to, to feature an interview with Ran Nitke, an amazing balloon artist from Israel. He uh, answered the questions that I gave in Hebrew, and I translated them for you. So, this podcast episode actually comes in two versions. In this version... The answers that Ran gave me were actually cut out and you will hear his voice just for a few seconds and then immediately I will go into the translation. This means that this version is shorter and easier to hear in case you don't want to hear the long version in Hebrew before it's translated. Enjoy the short version of the interview with Ran Nitke, who is going blind. Hello Balloon Artist Podcast Nation, this is Zivi Kivi and today I'm interviewing a friend and an amazing balloon artist from Israel called Ran Nitke. Ran is 41 years old, he has two kids and for the first time when we met I actually didn't know about a condition that he has to live with which is called RP. Uh, he was talented enough by itself, I was really impressed by his work but later when I found out that he actually has uh, a, a sight uh, issue and he can only see uh, partially and with a deteriorating eyesight, I was even more amazed and started to work with him personally, both on projects uh, with Guy Sheffer. We, we do a lot of big projects on decoration in Israel and also uh, nowadays in the college through designs for the 21 Day Challenge. Ran, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how did you start with becoming a balloon artist and did you have to suffer through from RP ever since you started? Ran has been uh, diagnosed with RP which is Relatitis Pigmentosa ever since he was born and this disease is actually creating a deteriorating eyesight and in the last six or seven years the, the eyesight just became worse and worse. He was uh, actually, he lost his eyesight on his left eye on the 10th of July 2017 and on his right on his right eye he can nowadays only see uh, shades he cannot see any difference between colors he cannot identify uh, faces uh, these days so it's only like the leftovers of the eyesight that is 
as well uh, deteriorating. Uh, he's been working before that for 16 years in a logistics company. He was successful in t- at what he did, but he understood that he has to be in charge of his destiny and find an alternative to working in the logistics company because of his deterioration in his eyesight. So uh, what made you choose balloons? When I realized that I need to find my company, my company was hard to go to work in a company. Ran says, in a way, he was drawn into choosing the impossible path. He could have decided to go and become a phone person, a salesperson over the phone, or to give support over the phone, to do something that a blind person could do in his future. Uh, but he chose differently. He saw a person making a balloon flower and he decided to, to take that route and to start to do balloons and learn one more sculpture and one more sculpture so that he can actually, uh, you know, take the biggest challenge he could take in his life and and choose something that is is, is quite impossible um, so please tell us how how these days you make balloons when you need to like do you do you work with it do you sell your services how does your day look like these days I make a living from balloons and basically support uh, my family through making money through balloons. I'm working hard on arranging all of my setup and my my work uh, so that I could continue to do balloons for many years uh, even after my eyesight on my right eye will be lost too. And I love balloons, and I plan to keep on doing balloons for many years. Tell us a little bit about uh, the last gig that you did how how did you what was the gig, and how did you accomplish to achieve that uh, with no eyesight My latest uh, project was a decor job for a newborn party. Uh, the customer only mentioned that he likes it to be something that is uh, artistic and painful and uh, colorful and with flowers and uh, butterflies. And uh, the fact that they wanted something artistic made me think of doing uh, a, a painter design, a sculpture of a painter that is standing in front of a wall, which is a, can- a balloon wall, but it's actually a canvas. And he's drawing uh, butterflies and and uh, flowers from balloons. As a side note, we will put the picture of that amazing sculpture that was just perfect uh, on uh, the balloonartistpodcast.com website so that you can see uh, the end result. Uh, Ran cannot really, really see his end result of his sculpture, but you can. He also mentions how creating the design was a process that all starts with imagination. He sits down and imagine in his head all the details of the design from, from, from end to end. He really plans the actual visualization of this design fully and only then he starts to do the balloons. And, and he actually also mentions how the easy part is to do the balloons once you have everything uh, planned ahead. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the planning and the visualization of the design? Is there something that you need to 
draw on a piece of paper or it's all in your head including every single detail and color matching and so on. אז אני ממש קשה לי להסביר. רן says that he doesn't draw, uh, he, he's totally visualizing it and actually has, it's hard for him to explain how, but he has a picture in his mind and he can see the picture, he can see the details on the picture, he can, he can imagine the picture of what he's interested in creating. Later on, in order to make sure that he doesn't forget any detail, he does have a special app on his phone that allows him to record uh, on audio the details and it is transcribed into letters and later he can listen to the transcription so he can create a list basically of which balloons to buy or what colors he needs and so on. How long does it take to get to the point where you actually have a visual picture of what you're interested in creating? Is it something spontaneous or is it something that morphs and evolves as you invest more mental mind on it? When I'm working on a series, there are two options for him on the process of visualizing what his design is going to be. Uh, either he is attached to, to the concept or the, the order immediately or he doesn't. When he doesn't attach to it immediately and has good visualization of it, he actually will not stop thinking about it and will change his location and, and, and his feelings through that so that he could kind of have more ideas. So for example, he will go outside into the garden, he will go to another garden in the village where he lives just so that it's a different atmosphere. Uh, he will even go into the train and drive on like just sit on a moving train for some time without even knowowing where is he going uh, just for the purpose of thinking about what type of 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 visuals is fit for this specific project and that is something that um, Uh, he does until he feels that he's attached to the design and then it's immediate. He just have this huge uh, visual, this huge clear understanding of what is the visual that he's looking for and all the details are in his head. It's like he's now like in front of a picture of his own design. There are other situations where he's attached to the project immediately And usually that happens when he's walking with colleagues. So this is one of his ways to overcome the obstacle, the obstacles of uh, being uh, almost fully blind and soon uh, fully blind. Um, he works with a lot of colleagues uh, with, on, on projects, on deco projects. And that way, a lot of times, it's the initial need Of the project or of the colleague but later on he will actually add some final touches of himself he will uh, bring his artistic touch to the project or to the decoration piece and by doing so he will eventually know that he's brought a lot of value to the project I want to ask you about the day after so uh, as far as I understand uh, your rights I will eventually deteriorate and, and, and you will be fully blind. So what are you doing in order to prepare yourself for the day after? 
ליום של אחרי אני מתכונן כבר מספיק זמן. I'm working on getting ready for the day after for a long time. So I feel ready already. Um, it's not like you have a map that shows you how you can get ready for becoming blind. It's a process and a lot of work. I'm working with my team. on building a unique case for my balloons that actually is set up in a way that is very uh, uh, accessible for me. And at the same time, it looks really good as well. Uh, I will have the ability to touch the balloon, uh, fr- like the frame of the case, in a way that I will know on bra- with braille letters What is the actual balloon? So if it's like 160 red, 260 red, and so on, I will actually fill the Braille letters, and I'm already uh, learning the Braille language as we speak. Uh, the bag will allow me to th- this way identify the type of the balloon, but uh, I'm looking for a, even a, a second way, which will be uh, faster and more efficient, which is that the bag will... transmit a message into my ear through uh, some uh, electronics and uh, basically it will send the name of the balloon uh, on audio format into my ear. This way I could just reach into one of the balloons and I will immediately know what balloon it is. It's a little bit faster for me uh, in comparison to Braille, but because sometimes you cannot rely on technology and because the, it might be a noisy scenario, I also make sure that I learn Braille and that I have two options, basically. Wh- when is this bag uh, is going to be ready for you? Did you already practice with this system? Station that I'm working on is almost ready. It's about 30 days. It will take about 30 days to get it fully ready. Um, we, when, when we tested it, uh, we got all kinds of things that uh, we found that are not as, as good as it can be. So we changed uh, the angles of the balloons and the, the way that um, I can find the balloons inside and so on, so that it will be the best that it can be. And the experimentation of this case is, is ongoing, an ongoing process that will be uh, over soon. I also noticed uh, that you've started to practice twisting with a blind cover. Uh, can you explain to us why do you, do you do that and how often and uh, do you get any insights from that? It's been a few months now since I lost my eyesight on my left eye. That's when I realized that the doctors are not wrong, that uh, this is happening. Um, and that's when I started to work with a blind and an eye cover to to blind myself. I started immediately when practicing twisting blind with uh, designs that are not easy, stuff like six to seven balloons uh, in in a sculpture and uh, working not just with two sixties but with one sixties and three fifties and The most important thing that I've learned from twisting with a blindfold on me is that I have to think and to plan what am I making and what am I doing with every single balloon. I need to know 
where to attach and where am I going with the balloon there's no improvisation involved it's all a, ma- a process of uh, thinking about what you're interested in doing and doing it and uh, I've, I've been practicing for hours and hours and hours whenever I can and even if I don't have my blindfold available for me like it's not near me or something and I'm working with balloons I will still try to practice not looking at what I'm twisting and to work with my head and to not cheat so that I even though I do have a a way to, to watch on my right eye and to see shades I try to use my imagination because soon that's the only sight that I will have. Do you have a specific style or type of, of balloon decor or balloon project that you are more passionate about uh, and that we should expect uh, more of that for for you in the future? Is it more on the realm of, of twisting smaller piece or more on decor or, or anything else? <laughs> I have the experience of working with all kinds of balloons, with twisting balloons, with the decor, and I understand all of them. But I am more interested these days and moving forward towards the balloon decor. Uh, There's all kinds of, of aspects in balloon decor that I am drawn into, and uh, mainly it's the, the artistic process. Uh, the fact that you can actually have the soul of an artist you can plan your piece you can think about the um, the requirements of the piece from the location's point of view and from the customer's point of view from the theme point of view and from your own artistic soul point of view and you can think about it deeply and plan and execute and all of this process is something that I I feel comes uh, to me, that is more interesting for me, and that it exists in Balloon Decor. And that's where my plan is, is to focus on that, even though, even though I know it's harder to plan on Balloon Decor, it's the harder path, because the balloon sculpture... Uh, on twisting is not limited to location. You can do it in different ways. Um, and but I in, and I know that doing balloon decor will require me to to travel to places that I've never been in and to manage to decorate those places with my art. However, I am. It's very clear to me that this hurdle is not going to stop me. And the secret for overcoming that is to work with partners and in partnership with my colleagues. And by by working together in a very open way, I will achieve doing my art. Ran, thank you so much for those many, many insights on how you work and how you plan. Um, Any final notes uh, for uh, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation that you would like to share. Ran says that we do want to share with you one more message, um, which is that 
um, you know, pain is, is painful and, and, and having fear of your future is something that common is, it's common to have fears. And, but to win in life, to, to actually fulfill your dream, that is something that is, uh, when you, when you overcome fear and when you overcome pain, that's something that is forever. And once you have a pain in your life, um, uh, like wishing that you could see or wishing that you could, you know, overcome your hurdles or that you don't have your hurdles, that pain is going to stay with you for a day, for two days, for a year. It's all temporary. You need to remember that whatever your pain is, it's temporary. But once you achieve stuff in life, that's, that those successes, those successes are forever. So he wants you to consider to, you know, um, look at the road that you're walking on, and if you change the way that you look at things in your road, you actually will change the road itself. And by changing the way that you look at life uh, and at, at the hurdles of life, you can actually change life itself and make it your own. So he's enjoying life. He enjoys getting up in, in the morning and, and to want to, to, to be successful and and be a part of his family and he actually has a vision and his vision is to continue to grow as a balloon artist and continue to to improve and to be one of of the best balloon artists that he can be and uh, I think that it's very inspiring Rand, thank you so much for all that you do uh, we'll make sure to put uh, a link to your website and uh, your Facebook page so that people can see a few of your balloon uh, jobs that you've done and balloon projects um, just from the last two projects that we've did we've done together like the balloon wall sculpture in uh, a shopping mall in in Israel that was a three-day large sculpture that was just phenomenal or the carousel the horse carousel uh, with the unicorns that we did for a convention center both of those projects the artistic level was amazing and uh, definitely high high end so I want to thank you for the opportunity of working together and for you sharing the time uh, and your ideas with the Balloon Artist Podcast Nation and I also uh, want to sh say thank you for being a, a part of the staff of the Balloon Artist College and sharing your designs with us so um uh, thank you and shalom. Thank you. See you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening for the interview with Ran Nitke. I find this type of interviews about the other side of people uh, very inspiring and uh, it helps me put things in perspective. I hope it does the same for you and that you take something out of it. If you did, please let me know. Go to the Balloon Artist Facebook group and make a post there to share your experience with Balloon Artist Podcast. And with that said, I will see you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast.
Hello Balloon Artist Podcast Nation, Zivikivi here, this is Season 6, Chapter 5, the tip section. And the tip for today is all about how can you remind yourself to do something that you know that you need to do for your business. So there's all sorts of ways that you can do that. Some people like to get an email reminder. Some people like to get a reminder with some sort of a notification app or reminder app or tasks app or Evernote. And even some just use the alarm in their phone and then don't really know what the alarm is all about. Or maybe they use the label feature if they have one on their alarm clock. And some people use a calendar. So what I want you to do is try to follow up in the following week with yourself. Set yourself a task on a few of those and find out which one was easiest to follow. Maybe you already know. For example, for me, it's an email. An email reminder will be the one that I will see as the most important one. Like I will actually do what I tell myself to do in that email. Some reminders I will have on my phone and I will not even notice that I had a notification to do that thing. So eventually I know for me, after experimenting, that using an email reminder works the best. And because I need the reminder to be done on a specific date, Boomerang for Gmail on my phone, which is a free app, and I send myself the email on the schedule that I want it to be sent. What I want you to do is practice, find out which one works best for you. And then once you find out what is the best tool that works for you, I want you to send yourself a task in the medium that works best for you. And the task is to go into the balloonartistcollege.com website and check out our membership Our membership includes free webinars every month, including jam sessions and business lectures, and also four challenges a year. Just right now, we are going through the entertainers challenge. So maybe you've noticed the fun videos on the Balloon Artist Facebook group. Check it out, and you will say thank you later after joining. It's that good. See you next week, guys, on the Balloon Artist Podcast. <laughs>